This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. Angela is acquitted. Not guilty on all counts. Wild scene in the courtroom. Those were the screaming headlines on the top of the San Francisco Chronicle's front page on June 5th, 1972. Angela was Angela Davis. She'd been a philosophy professor at UCLA. She was a radical feminist associated with the Communist Party USA and the Black Panthers. She'd been fired for her Communist Party membership in 1969 on the order of Governor Ronald Reagan, reinstated, then fired again for incendiary statements she made in 1970. She'd been charged with kidnapping and murder in connection with the Marin County Courthouse attack of August 7, 1970. 17-year-old Jonathan Jackson had taken over a courtroom during the trial of James McLean, a black San Quentin inmate who'd been accused of stabbing a guard. Jackson tossed weapons to McLean and two other San Quentin inmates who were on hand to be witnesses at the trial. They took the judge, the prosecutor, and three jury members hostage and demanded the release of the Soledad brothers, three inmates at Soledad Prison who'd been charged with killing a guard. One of the inmates was Jonathan Jackson's older brother, George. The case was a cause celeb among the radical left, including the radical chic left. Angela Davis emerged as the leader of the Soledad Brothers Defense Committee, which included celebrities like Marlon Brando, Jane Fonda, Lawrence Ferlinghetti, and Allen Ginsberg. The Marin Courthouse takeover ended in a shootout. Four people were killed, including Jonathan Jackson and the judge. The guns Jackson smuggled into the courtroom were registered to Angela Davis. She went on the lam. She became only the third woman ever to appear on the FBI's 10 Most Wanted list. She was arrested two months later in New York. A change of venue had moved her trial from Marin County to San Jose. Davis didn't testify, but she did help defend herself as co-counsel. And in her opening statement to the jury on March 29th, she had said she feared unjust treatment. She worried about getting a fair verdict from an all-white jury. Therefore, she said, a jury not composed of my peers. A little over two months later, that jury deliberated only 13 hours before reaching a verdict. As Davis and her supporters waited in the hallway for the court session to begin, they had appeared relaxed and confident. They sang songs before a deputy emerged to quiet them down. Now in the silent courtroom, Judge Richard Arneson read the verdicts to himself for several agonizing minutes. Finally, the court clerk read the unanimous verdicts one by one. There were isolated sobs as he gave the news. Murder. Not guilty. Kidnapping. Not guilty. Conspiracy. Not guilty. And with that, 
Bedlam. Screams, applause, wails of joy. Davis's co-defense counsel appeared to faint into her chair. Judge Arneson, who hadn't had to call for order once, now shouted for it, threatening to clear the courtroom. Outside, supporters cheered and shouted, right on and power to the people. They were joined by uniformed National Guardsmen, but the National Guard hadn't been called in. There was a training center across the street. They were just curious. Davis hugged each of the jurors and proclaimed it the happiest day of her life. The jury had asked to meet with the press but didn't talk about their deliberations. The prosecution had simply failed to prove that because Davis owned the guns, she'd had anything to do with the courthouse shootings. The Chronicle's front-page story was written by Carolyn Onsbacher. You might remember her from an earlier episode of this podcast. She'd written a quarter century earlier that she couldn't figure out what the kids saw in the young crooner, Frank Sinatra. At this point in her career, which was about to enter its fifth decade, she was a crime reporter. She wrote a lead that was a pointed rebuke of Angela Davis's revolutionary rhetoric. Angela Davis, the 28-year-old black militant who has no faith in American justice, was acquitted yesterday of murder, kidnap, and conspiracy charges by a jury of white middle-class men and women. Angela Davis is 75 years old. She's had a long career as an activist, author, and professor at San Francisco State, UC Santa Cruz, and Rutgers University. The 2013 documentary Free Angela and All Political Prisoners is about this case. And at this year's Sundance Film Festival, the website Shadow and Act reported that a biopic is in the works, with Davis involved in the production. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.